if you have found the proof and you're like, this relationship is over, this is the final time, fucking light them on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Smash that laptop, girl. (laughs) Create a fake Instagram account, tag his girlfriend in the photos. No, fuck you. Welcome back to another episode of Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. Thanks for coming back. Thank you. I am all out of material, so shut shut up. (laughs) I was thinking, like, what is the anecdote I'm going to use this week to, like... My, how the tables have turned. (laughs) What do I have to talk about? I don't have anything to say. Like, I'm I'm fresh out of ideas. All right, you're fired. Um, Oh, what's the quote? You're going to be fired if you don't start fucking more. (laughs) It's good that you keep me alive. Yeah, keep me alive. I got nothing to say. Do you have You'll think of something? Um, yeah, still hanging out with a twenty-four-year-old. I learned his name today. You learned his name because he just Facetimed. <laughs> he just Facetimed me, and I looked so bad. Oh, let me just interrupt her. <laughs> I would never answer a Facetime looking like this. <laughs> and, then, and then we got off. We got off the Facetime, and we're talking about how guys like jerk off to pictures of you and stuff like that. And I was like. You think he just got off to the way I looked on the FaceTime? I was like, no, he looked up something else so that he could forget. <laughs> he lives to forget. He's like, oh, I gotta shake that off. <laughs> you are beautiful. Not on the right inside. Now. <laughs> I'm whatever. I yeah, I, I work from home. I don't look pretty right now. She, also, I thought I would come here and work from home, but um, I came here at two o'clock to start recording, and it's five forty-five. Yeah, that's. That's how much work Ash and I get done uh, together. <laughs> but yeah, we, I kind of wanted to share this with you. I hadn't told you yet. I, we hung out la- like a few nights ago and, um, well, we were, you and I were hanging out and then I was like, oh, we're right by his place. I left, <laughs> I left to go text an ex-boyfriend and Ashley left to sleep with somebody. Yeah. It was like, you know, it was late. It was like one, 12 or minute or, or one o'clock. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? He was like, wondering why you're not here. I'm like, okay, see you soon. <laughs> so <laughs> we went over there and we were going to watch a show and we were going to watch Black Mirror, like a few episodes, because I've been telling him about it. What and time of the night was this? It was like, I don't know, one in the morning. Sure. So you make plans to watch a show <laughs> at one in the morning. Let's start binge watching something. Why not? That's Let's when watch. I start watching shows. So um, we were going to watch Black Mirror, just a few episodes, which is just not sexy. It's terrifying, but I told him about it. So we're trying to log into it. He has like a nice, fancy Apple TV or whatever. And I'm like, oh, it's on HBO. So we're trying to log in. It's not on HBO. We're takes... 15 minutes. I had to reset my password, the whole thing. I'm kind of drunk. Foreplay. So he, is, he is so, he's getting so annoyed, but it's so early that he can't express that, you know? So we, we log into HBO and I'm like, oh, it's on Netflix. Sorry. So go hold the process again. Had to reset my password, forgot all the things. And he's like, you're just here for sex. Why <laughs> are, are we, we doing? Why are we trying so hard? I'm like I'm trying to Netflix and chill. So now <laughs> he has access to my HBO now and my Netflix. Oh, you you are in a relationship, I my mean, dear. We're in basically engaged. Wow. I'm like, you're welcome for the full entertainment experience, and I don't just mean the fucking. Like, what? You guys should get an app. You need to get an account on the not.com. You need to start, like, planning fertility treatments. You guys are in a relationship. Like, I'm like, do you want my Hulu, too? Or you want to, lo- like, log into my Spectrum cable? Like, anything else you need? Right. You know, the greatest gift an ex ever gave me was that when we stopped sleeping together, I still use his mom's HBO Go. <laughs> that is the, and that is the greatest gift you can give someone. But I'm like, 
I can't believe this motherfucker has my HBO and my Netflix right now. Yeah, you're dating. You guys should just move in together. <laughs> All right. Well, I said I was getting married this year, so here we are. Here we are. <laughs> la, 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 la. Well, Rainy, you do kind of have a crush. Okay. so I <laughs> That I met this same night, this earlier in the night. Oh my god, was that the same, same night? night? We lived that a, was a long night. We lived a hundred lives that, that night. Yeah. We went to like four places. We went out to dinner. Then I texted somebody yeah, I used to be engaged we, we to. We recorded a podcast. <laughs> we recorded a podcast. <laughs> but basically we went to this restaurant. This guy is is he an owner? So Manager, whatever. Basically, like I get invited to a lot of places for my Instagram account to like promote stuff. So I met this guy through that. And he texts me sort of a lot. He's, I think he's one of the owners. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Seems he's very important. Everybody knows who he is. So he texts me all the time. Like, when do we hang out? When do we hang out? And I thought that he, like, liked me. And then I realized that he only invites me to hang out when it's at his restaurant. He's <laughs> like, can you promote my restaurant? Can you promote my restaurant? Like... I'm like, oh, he's so cute and like Jewish and adorable. And he's just, cute. I love his vibe. Well, you know, you you liked the last guy I liked too. I, I'm so wrong. That turned I'm out. so wrong about all of them. <laughs> anyway, so I go in there and I'm like, he's so cute. And I introduce him to Ashley. And this is how good of a friend Ashley is. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few nights later, Ashley goes back to this bar. Just, there's a, by the way, it's a bar slash nightlife spot so there's a line wrapped around the building and I just drop his name and like waltz right in <laughs> Ashley walks right up to the front all bold like I know the owner throw my coat and, and they're like, like oh please Mrs. Heschelton please <laughs> right, the, right this way it honestly was like that but anyway then I, I wake up in the morning there's a text on my phone at like 4 o'clock in the morning from Ashley it was like I ended up at this place and I just want you to know I'm like creeping on your man <laughs> as if I have some claim to this guy who clearly is not interested in me like that's how good of a friend I am that Raina's man who isn't her man. I find myself <laughs> at his bar and I'm like, I don't want her to think anything's going on because I posted on Instagram and stuff. Like I posted a story and I'm just like, keep your distance. <laughs> like so loyal. I can't believe he you prob- did the same for me. He probably heard this and was like, I can't believe how bad she's cock blocking me. <laughs> <laughs> Telling her friends not to sleep with me. But yeah, I, th- I think I think this is a nice segue. Our loyalty. And how honest we are with each other. To talk about disloyalty this week. Yeah. Um, So we want to follow up to last week. Last week's episode focused on ways to find out if you are either the other woman or maybe your man's cheating. And we opened the fuckboy floodgates with that one because (laughs) we have had everybody, so many people have come forward with stories and saying how relatable that episode was and... Geez, I posted it on my Facebook, like just kind of looking for stories and got so many and so heartbreaking and horrifying stories. Like it's just essentially we've been talking about it even more. That's why we wouldn't do a follow-up episode. Yeah. And I think the amazing thing that I really took from it is like everybody I know has a story like this. Like if you have a story where you might've been the other woman or you've been cheated on, you're not alone. Like the people that like the floodgates Ashley said that it opened up are these women that are like boss bitches. Yeah, beautiful, baller, brilliant, all the piece. All the piece. Women. Like there is no type. There's no type of woman that gets cheated on consistently. Like it's just like one of my friends, like she, I'm like scared of her. You know what I mean? Like she's a <laughs> trainer. She's like a badass and like horrifying cheating story. You yeah. know? So one of the questions from few people that they said, okay, great. So now I suspect these things. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I, I've caught the person basically. And, and what's the follow-up? Like, what do I do? So Ashley and I actually took a little time this week to not just draw upon our own history of being insane people, but to really research. <laughs> to a, geniuses. I've done some crazy shit. Let's yeah. be honest. Um, 
we really, really researched, you know, if you catch somebody doing these things, what are the next steps? Um, how do you follow up with this? We read some some great books, some good texts. Um, we yeah. consulted. And we have plenty of knowledge ourselves <laughs> and our, our masses <laughs> of girlfriends. Much. Between the two of us, we have a, a ton of amazing and incredible and smart girlfriends. And all of them have dealt with this. And I think we've been able to, yeah, like you said, draw upon our own experiences. And I think a lot of these things happen maybe when you're a little bit younger. And, you know, when I was with somebody who I was living with that was cheating on me, uh, as I said last week, fragrantly cheating on me. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Raina, just, please stop talking. You already just fucked it up again. Last week, Raina said she found someone fragrantly cheating on her. And I'm I'm going through and editing the podcast, and I'm like, this bitch. She knew it right afterwards. You were like, I said fragrant. I meant flagrant. Like, he's spraying me down with a perfume hose. <laughs> like, that's his offense. He's just spraying me everywhere. Chanel number five. Yeah, he's, like, spraying her <laughs> with your perfume. That's how you fragrantly treat. And I corrected myself later on in the episode and actually cut I it. I cut it. I, so we want to take this moment to introduce our new perfume line, <laughs> Fragrantly Cheating by Raina Greenberg. <laughs> what so is it exotic. smell like? It smells like... Jewish girls? I don't know. It smells like all of our ex's tears. Just like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and like you said, you hit the word hard. You were like, I found him I'm fragrantly, cheating. <laughs> fragrantly cheating on me. So I meant much enunciation. <laughs> all right. So, you know, you're in this situation and you feel like something's off. You've done some research. Mm-hmm. You found something. You have the evidence. Okay. Here's the, here's the situation. Now what do you do? What so, do you do? So we've done Why some research. Why am I just reiterating everything you said? <laughs> it's nice to have somebody like back yeah, you like up. Like I'm your hype girl. <laughs> now what you do, girl? <laughs> Step one. <laughs> if right. you could walk behind me like every day, just like in life, can you imagine like having somebody, like you're in a Family Guy episode or something? Yeah. It's just like you're walking down the street and I'm like, I would like to order a deli sandwich. She's like, deli sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> And then I just start like whipping and nay nay, and I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. I wish you guys could what see. What you want on that girl? <laughs> I would like tomatoes, lettuce, and mayonnaise. BLT. <laughs> okay, you know what? We're off the rails. Listen, this is like a serious topic, so okay. kind of like bring some light to Probably it and some mood. giggles because like, everyone's like, you are trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this isn't really that funny. Um, Okay, so we did a lot of research. and You have the evidence. You have the evidence. That's the scenario. So the number one piece of feedback that we have gotten from everything we read is the first thing you need to do is have proof. You have it in hand, locked and loaded. Right. Because the danger with not having proof is that you alert the person to the fact that you know about this and they destroy the proof. Right. Yes. Like, I will wipe a whole iPhone in five seconds. No. Well, and that's the thing. We, you got to ambush him. <laughs> like, it cannot be. And, and this is where I've gone wrong. Like, where I just can't control myself and I can't stay calm. And I have to be like, we need to talk later, motherfucker. And then it's just like. And they're like, oh, well, I know what this is yes. about. <laughs> so next step, I would say, is. Pick a time and a place to have this conversation. I would not alert the person ahead of time. No, you have to it's just, you've got to just make them think nothing is wrong. That's where that second they think something's up, they're delete, delete, delete. So, right. you know, just whatever it is, like, hey, can I come over tomorrow night? You want to come over here? That type of situation. But here's the hardest thing to do in this moment where you're so clouded. It's 
make a decision. Do you want to stay with this person or not? Because those are very divergent paths. Right. And again, a lot of times I don't think you know because you don't know the story. So you're trying to present this with them like, yo, motherfucker, you're cheating on me. And you don't know really what you're going to do. You know, but I think you should know, like, this relationship's over. I'm about to burn it to the ground. Or you're like, I love this person so much, and I, if maybe this is something I can get past, but I need to get the entire story. Right. So if you can have in your head what your end goal is, that's always smart. Like, I talked about last week how I was living with somebody, and he had already cheated on me. This is the second time I'd caught him. So, like, I knew it was burn it to the ground time. Yeah, yeah. I, like, it didn't. And that's when you can do some funny stuff. Right, yeah. Know? Like, light all their clothing on fire. On Absolutely. The Always like, use fire. Go. <laughs> <laughs> So then pick, you know, pick what you're going to do. Give them, try to make it seem as natural as possible so they don't see it coming. Then the next piece of advice that we got was um, I would phrase everything as facts not and, and statements, not right. questions. So I know you are doing this. This is clear. I have this information. Because every single person that we have talked to has given us this sort of like laundry list of things that 100% of the time have happened next. And I was amazed that every time they lie and deny, lie and deny and double down right? on the lies. Like the stories we have heard are <laughs> insane. One of my best friends walked in the condo she shared with her boyfriend and there was a girl in there in her underwear and he still tried to deny it. Like he still, this is just a friend. We've just, we're watching football. We were what at the, the gym. Fu- like right. we took a shower. Yeah. So there, this is my cousin. You know, like I had a friend, um, she, it was Valentine's Day. She got a really cute romantic card and flowers from this guy. I forget the details of how she found the exact same card and flowers on someone else's Instagram from him, probably tagged in a photo. And she literally confronted him with it. And he was like, well, I got that card for everybody, including my mom. And she was like, are you fucking your mom? <laughs> like what? <laughs> they just, this probably the craziest thing of all the stories I've been told recently is, uh, and you know, prior to this, but especially I've just been like overloaded with them in the last few days because we've asked for them is the crazy links these guys go to deny when the proof is literally right there. Right. It's insanity. So one of my girlfriends told me this week and every story is the same for, okay. The first line of defense is that the other girl is crazy, right? That she yes. has made this yes. up. Yes. That she went to a class and learned Photoshop and figured out how to fake these text messages. Yes. And then even though you guys have no history at all, has decided to target you and your girlfriend for no reason yeah. at all. He's like, that sex tape is CGI. Right. They <laughs> should, it's just like they'll come up with anything. So that is the first line of defense where I would just say, you have the proof. This is not open for discussion. You have it. Second lie that they double down on. Well, not lie, but second line of defense, I'll say, is... Um, you're crazy. So instead of the other person being crazy, it's you're crazy. And I would sidestep all of these things. There are three things that people yes. always say. You are jealous, you are insecure, and you are crazy. Okay, and what? Right. Motherfucker. Okay. Like, so yeah. So okay. I'm, I am jealous and I am insecure. You made me this way, bitch. But you did this. God. Oof. Blood pressure is rising. Oh, Ashley. <laughs> uh, I, and I just think it's really interesting, again, that everybody we talk to has these, these scenarios and... I think that when this happened to me when I was young, I thought that there was something so wrong with me because it's important to self-evaluate. It's important to say to yourself, did I deserve this? Did I provoke this? What have I done to my... Am I sleeping with my partner? Am I being a good partner to them? Uh, I think that that's fine. And once you evaluate those things, it's like, okay, well, 
you did do that. Right. You did this. And here's, I just, I cannot drive it home enough. The stories that we have heard from, except the one I'm going to tell with this angel I used to date, but just to lighten (laughs) the mood, um, bring some male positivity into the mix. But everything we've heard is the, the immediate reaction of a guy is to lie and He's lying. <laughs> I just want to tell you he's lying. I want to tell you that even a guy that you feel has never lied to you, that you think is honest, when confronted in situations like this, most guys are going to try to lie and deny. And I'll tell you, I dealt with this with an ex, someone that I felt I trusted completely. And when confronted with something, a lot of it comes from panic of losing you. I will say that. And he would say that. He was just like, I'm sorry I lied to you. I was just, we were in such a good place and I was so scared to lose you, which I understand. And a lot of it comes from that, but it's part of that. And it's part of just not wanting to, to get caught. And I just can't stress that enough. Like, don't let it get to you. Like stay strong. Don't let them like make up these crazy lie scenarios. And then they just like double down on it. Yeah. And then they flip it on you. And that's like the hardest thing is this thing that guys do. I guess we can just do women do this too. I I think we're being hard on men. Do women do this? You know, if men want to talk about this on their podcast, they can, (laughs) you know, like that, this is us talking about our experiences as straight women. And I don't think so. And this is something that Raina and I were talking about. And one of the reasons why we wanted to do this episode is this whole guys making you feel crazy thing and gaslighting the shit out of you. And that was something I dealt with so much in one of my past relationships. Like looking back, I can't believe all the shitty stuff this guy did to me and made me feel like I was the crazy one. Like, I honestly can't. Like, I'm a strong, independent person. I can't believe the stuff I let this guy get away with because he was able to make me think that I played a part in it. And that's a huge sign you shouldn't be with that person. Yeah. When you feel like you're like, I'm sane and I've never fought with people like this. And all of a sudden I'm screaming and yelling and like, who am I? This person's bringing out the worst in me. It's like not a person you should be with. And you're yeah. not, we told you before, we told, we told you guys last week, like that, that gut instinct and that in, intuition is rarely wrong. I think people are really afraid to go out into the vast pool of human beings in the world. Like you found a person you have a commitment to and you have a good time with. And I would say in a box, you probably get along really well and they're fun and funny and all these things. And I think that even if you feel shitty all the time, it's even scarier to, to think get about leaving the person. Right. But you know... We act like leaving somebody who makes us feel bad is like some <laughs> huge overhaul. And it, it really isn't. Like, leave somebody who makes you feel terrible. Yes, see, I mean, see how much better the air smells tomorrow and how much brighter the sun shines. Because yes. it will. Like, I look back on, like, my life a year ago, two years ago, and I'm like, God, it's so good now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, when you're done with that toxic relationship... I'm just like skipping down the street. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know if you've done this before, but I have a propensity to want to protect the people I'm with. And I'll tell you what I mean. But like, this is something that came up when I was researching sort of what to talk about on this topic. And, you know, if somebody's cheating on you, what do you do? I have a propensity to want to protect the people that I date in the sense that like, I don't want to make them look bad to my friends or my family. So we have a fight. I always keep it private. You never know if you could get back together. Yes, you never know. You have to do all that damage control. But one of the things that I came back with time and time again, researching this episode, episode was you need to find a friend and you need to find somebody you can like you can confide in Mm -hmm. because the worst thing you can do for yourself is only align yourself with the person that is cheating on you (laughs) because it's very easy to to convince you that you are alone and you are insane when you are actually alone yeah Yeah. so it's really important I think to find a trusted friend maybe it's just one person you don't have to tell your parents like I wouldn't necessarily tell your mom 
Right. If you think you might get back together right. with a person. But f- find this person and we cannot stress enough. <laughs> like you are so not alone. And even if you feel like an idiot where you're like, I can't believe I'm putting up with this from this person. We've all been there too. Love is hard to walk away from. And like, you're so blinded and clouded when you love somebody. We've all been there, every single one of us. Right. So that's part of our, our steps too, is like have this person and have that person on call Hopefully you do have a a best friend or like a close confidant that is basically on call because they know you're having this conversation with your significant other or your boyfriend, you know, like I've, we've all had to have that person. Like all my best friend, Kate is just like, she's when she knew I was about to have a conversation like that, she's ready. You know, she's like ready to come over with the wine, whatever (laughs) needs to be done. Or I have to go to her house, you know? So that's important to have too. But I think even just to, to back up, I mean, Raina, what do you think? Like, what do you think? do you actually in your words say when this guy is like, you're fucking crazy. You spied on me. You did this. You did that. Like, what do you think you like stay calm for one? But like, I think you walk in knowing that that's going to happen. Right. I think you play out the worst case scenario. Like I think you almost have, you know, when you're in the shower, have those fake fights (laughs) in your mind (laughs) and like, you know what they're going to do. We're telling you what they're going to do. Right. Um, every person that I've ever talked to about this, they have sort of the same recipe and a lot of the situations for like how it, it turned out. And I, I wish I could take my own advice, you know, in these situations where I've been cheated on, I have let loose, but if I had maybe talked to somebody and not like I was, 24 when this happened and not that you're so stunted as a human being at 24 but like I hadn't lived as much life as I have now maybe and I didn't know that this happened to other people and I was just so humiliated and angry and so what I got from this is like you know when you have proof irrefutable in in writing proof and you have a plan and you're ready for somebody to launch these insults at you because you know that they're afraid to lose you so they're going to do anything they can to make you feel like you're wrong when you're ready for all those things I think that you can walk in and like you know just like I would just like I would prep for a business meeting you know (laughs) the only thing you can control in the world is your preparation and your effort yeah and outside of that everything else is outside of your control so I would expect to have insults hurled at you, um, anger. I mean, best case scenario, somebody comes clean, but I, I haven't ever heard one story where that happens. I, I'm sure it does. I'll jump in with mine. Oh yeah. Um, let's, let's get some positivity. I, yeah. Let's, let's bring it back. Um, I shared this last week that I, the one time I snooped on a guy, if you listen to last week's episode, I had his email password and, um, that he just randomly shared with me one day, you know, like really not a cheater type of guy, like that he would just spout that out in general conversation. So, um, I had this bad feeling and I snooped in his email and right at the top was an email from this girl that was clearly somebody he had met out at a bar that was entirely too flirty that it seemed like they had plans to meet up again. And we were, um, quick background that we'd kind of been on and on. We met in college, then we kind of did this on and off for years. We were always long distance and we were reconnecting for God, what third or fourth time. So it was kind of, it it was definitely undefined between us. I'll I'll say that like it wasn't, we weren't, we hadn't had a talk yet, but this was a person I just trusted to never hurt me. And I wasn't trying to date anybody else. And so I was able to stay calm (laughs) for once and 
knew that I'd invaded his privacy too. So I found that late at night on a Saturday night. I waited till the next day, Sunday. And I was like, I, I, this was probably one of the hardest and most stressful things I've had to do in a relationship to call somebody and tell them that you went through their email. You know, I mean, it's, it's brutal. There's no way to get around it. There's not, I couldn't have tricked him into admitting that to me. I was like, I have to tell this person that I went through their email and he was planning to come visit me in Atlanta the following weekend. So I was like, I can't wait till he gets here. Who knows how he's going to react. I have to tell him now and see where that puts us. And I called him and I was like shaking and I told him, I can't believe I'm saying this. And I went through your email and I saw this email from this girl and he he took a deep breath. He was silent for a long time. And then he said, Ashley, I'm so sorry that you had to read that and that that hurt your feelings. And I am like, I can't apologize enough. And I'm like, this guy is apologizing to me. (laughs) You're like, I had no preparation for this. So he's like, I am so sorry. I can't like I'm that like hurts my heart that you would read that and feel this way. He was like, of course I want to be with you. I feel like I've been getting mixed signals from you. I don't know where we stand. I didn't know if we were in a committed relationship again. Why don't we talk? I'm still want to come there. Let's, let's have the talk. Like, let's be back together. That's what I want. You know, this is just, it is somebody I met out. I did. We do have like a flirty relationship, but this is not somebody that I barely even know. I'll never speak to her again. If you and I are going to be in a relationship and literally never ever brought up me doing that and it never came up again like and that is just so rare I think I've told people this story and they're like can you find him can you get back together with him because it's just this was like perfect scenario of how it could go and I think that's a guy that is honest and Mm -hmm. did do what he did but like is not some cheater of a guy and like felt so sad that he hurt my feelings, you know? Yeah, well, I think the moral of this is that not everybody is a gonna, hellish, Hold on, I'm going to call him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's totally married now. I'm like, hey, what's up? I think that not everybody, you know, a lot of people, of course, have horror stories, so that's what we've gotten a lot of this week. But I think that at the end of the day, like, the person you're in a relationship with is a human being, and you have to be ready for any answer. And the answer might really be, I was getting mixed signals from you, or we haven't had sex in six months or I'm not getting from you what I emotionally need or what I physically need. And like, yeah, it's horrible that I got that somewhere else, but like take some responsibility for the fact that like we're in a partnership and you're not giving me anything either. Right. And of course, if you're not having sex, that's something that should be addressed ahead of time. I'm not giving somebody a green light to cheat on you because your sex life is bad. But you know, the moral is not everybody is a horrific lying sack of dog shit. Well, and what I will say was the what I did best in that situation was remain calm, get my, you know, heart rate down and sleep the night. And in my other relationship where I felt like there was all this bullshit that happened, I was not able to do that. I was a crazy person that all the time. It was, I was in the wrong relationship. This is someone that made me feel crazy. And so I was always just like a wild animal. And I think I could have gotten way better results for all the things that I um thought he was doing if I hadn't like showed up at his house fucking screaming you know what I mean like I, of course I was able to get a reaction from someone that was more calm and honest when I was being more calm and that's the thing I can't stress enough and I can't it's hard to tell people what to do that I can't do myself and hopefully I'll be better in the next relationship but you know it's 
when you show up screaming and yelling and you're sending these angry texts, like you already put someone on the defensive and it's hard to get what you want. And mm-hmm. I know how hard it is to stay calm <laughs> and not and take your rage down a notch. But like, if that's my one piece of advice, that's it. And like, I, I, it's so much easier said than done. But like, when you find that thing, like put your phone away, go to your friend's house, like don't react in that moment. Cause you can't, you can't, your brain is not even functioning normally. I also think, like, we've all had those, like, I don't know if people are like that in every relationship, but we've all had that one relationship where you're both just so cyclically, is that a a word? Cyclically? (laughs) Fragrantly? I just, I don't want to say more wrong words. It's it's a cyclical thing that you're both so horrible to each other. Right. And you bring out this terrible thing to each other. And I, I dated one person ever that would say that, like, I would show up at a bar and start screaming at him in public. Yeah. And we had this crazy volatile relationship where, like, I probably loved him a little harder than I loved other people. But, like, I love, I think it probably just felt like that because I hated him a lot harder than those I hated vol- other We've people. all been in those relationships. And I, like, you know, that's not necessarily getting cheated on, but like those are relationships that have like a cycle that's hard to break. Yes. Oh, for sure. And speaking of crazy behavior, like Rain and I are just so fucking sick of these guys talking about their crazy exes and their crazy girlfriends, like all this stuff. We're like, it's funny because we have about, I don't know, a thousand girlfriends each and we don't know these stories. Like, and if we know a story of a girl having crazy behavior, which we both do, we have, we have stuff that looks crazy would translate as crazy. But like when you know the whole story, it's not crazy at all because we got pushed to our limit. You know, guys will push, push you to your limit and then you do something crazy and like, oh, that bitch is crazy. And I think I have a few, I have a girlfriend here. The first time she said it to me, it really resonated with me. She said, I am always wary of a guy that claims he has this crazy ex. Every guy that I know. Because it's like, how, how, what made her crazy, bitch? You know? Well, I always, that's always my follow-up We're question. not naturally like that. Every follow, every time I have a guy tell me my ex is so crazy. It's not that I don't think there are some crazy girls out there, but I have tons of girlfriends and we're pretty open with each other. And yeah. somehow none of them have stories like this. <laughs> yeah. Where are none stories of them coming from? Where, so every guy that says, you know, she was crazy, I always say, okay, what were the 15 things that you did leading up to her going insane? <laughs> yes. Like what was, the, so this person tried to be nice to you and decent over and over and over again and then had a reaction to you. Right. And they're in, did they set your house on fire? Right. Oh, she's so crazy. I pushed her like crazy and suddenly she had a reaction to it's it. Cr- yes, exactly. So, and I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm crazy. What, what, I mean, that's not even an insult to me anymore, you know? And on that note, if you have found the proof and you're like, this relationship is over. This is the final time. Fucking burn it to the ground. Do something funny. <laughs> like we're telling you how to handle it. If you like really need to find out the story and you want to get the truth out of them. But when it's, when you found it and your relationship, this relationship is done, fucking light them on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Smash that laptop girl. (laughs) Create a fake Instagram account, tag his girlfriend in the photos. No, fuck you. (laughs) I'm going to ruin your goddamn life. I think it's important actually. And I meant to say this at the beginning. No, no, no. We meant to say (laughs) at the beginning of the episode, which is that Ashley and I have never been married. We've never had kids. So we are not speaking to people that are in, those situations because I don't claim to know anything about how to handle something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's different. I mean, it's, it's different when you're married and you have kids and you're like, I can't just really burn this to the ground, you know, or maybe you you want to, and that's fine. And you want to just be like Angela Bassett and waiting to exhale, walking her way from like the fucking dumpster fire of your relationship. (laughs) But yeah, we're, we're kind of giving advice on how to approach a situation more calmly where you might actually be able to get 
the truth. Right. And have like an honest conversation with somebody. I think if you if if you don't let it escalate into some crazy thing, which again, very, very much easier said than done. Yes. But if you just use I statements and you show up and say, I have the proof and you're not hurtling insults at the person and you just say this isn't, you know, open for discussion. I know you did this. Like let's have a right. real conversation. open for discussion. Like th- these are these are facts. These right. are not like I think you can actually have a chance at like having a real conversation if you really want to salvage the relationship and figure out what you want. Right. All right, well. Also, you said hurtling it's hurling <laughs> insults. <laughs> no. Hur- <laughs> Hurtling's like jumping over something. Yeah, one of you jump over these, the insults. I love these Raina-isms. Oh, wait, yeah, you're jumping over the insults. Dodging insults, motherfucker. Just hurtling insults over here. Okay, so be prepared for him to hurdle insults. And honestly, here, I will say this. I think that you should be prepared to walk away from that relationship because, like, Raina, we were just discussing that you might not like what you hear. And yeah. The answer actually might be I'm in love with this other person right. and I'm glad you found out, you know. And I, yeah, I, and that's unfortunate, but you know, you have to really I think walk into this conversation with no expectations. Well, and I think the person who cares least is holds the power in any relationship. So if you are fully prepared for that relationship to be over, you have the power, you know, because that's the guy when they're lying and they're denying and they're trying to double down on all this ins- insane lies that they're hurtling at you. It's because they don't want to lose you, but they also don't deserve you. So I think that you should always be prepared to walk out of there and never look back. And I think that gives you strength in the moment when you're like, I could take this or leave it. And I will just play devil's advocate with you. I don't know everybody's relationship and you know, that they don't deserve you evaluate, you know, what's been going on in the relationship and do I want to be in this relationship? Have I been a good partner to this person and be ready for the person to say to you, you haven't. And again, that doesn't ever, ever warrant somebody cheating on you. And there's different levels too of cheating. There's, you know, a guy slipped up once in some weak moment and uh, there's that he's, has another girlfriend and has been lying to your face every (laughs) single morning and acting like nothing is wrong. And that's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, and that's horrible and I don't wish that on anybody, but hopefully, you know, I know this is a little bit of a darker topic, but I really wanted to help other people and give them some tools to use that I didn't maybe have and things that I was scared of. And, you know, I certainly hid this from other people when this was happening to me. I wish I would have talked to a friend. Uh, I wish I would have had my podcast to listen to. <laughs> to your own voice. <laughs> well, and I mean, I just can't stress it enough. Clearly, everybody can tell this comes from personal experience. It's like, just don't let a guy make you feel crazy. Like, really, that the guy that you're supposed to be with, you will have more of a sense of calm, and it will bring out the best in you. And then someone that just constantly makes you feel like you're irrational and insecure and crazy is not a good guy. Yeah, and maybe like not the right time. Maybe you and both yeah, need to or up. you're just not a good match for each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, you could have been a totally different person with someone else, and this then vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, this is a dark, horrible thing to talk about. <laughs> We're gonna lighten it up. <laughs> we'll play a game. You know, at the end of the day, 
there are 3.6 billion people in the world that you can date of the opposite sex. Or if you're actually, if you're bi, there's there's 7 billion people in the world that you can date. And a lot of those people can make you laugh and sit on the couch with you and open up a bottle of wine. And I think that people are so afraid to walk away from things when at the end of the day, there's a lot of people in this world that are not going to make you feel like that. And, you know, ending a relationship does not mean that like you have to start all over again and it's going to be terrible. I love being single. Oh, I know. It's and, a blast. And always have those female friends around you. They're the most important thing. I don't know what how I would have gotten through breakups without my my girlfriends. You're so lucky we're friends. Oh, we're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we are going to head over to Instagram and lighten this shit up. Thank you guys <laughs> for, for sticking with some wine. sticking through this with us. We love you. BRB. Okay, we are live on Instagram. We're going to do a little game of Never Have I Ever. Bringing it back. We've been doing Red Light, Green Light the last couple weeks, so we're back to just straight Never Have I Ever. Standard, say something, sex, dating, whatever, life-related, and we will drink if we've done it. We have our red wine here. Cheers. Okay, here we go. People just love to kick it off with butt stuff. Really? Every time, huh? It's a lot of the... Yeah. Never have and mile high. Well, we'll, we'll answer it. Episode one, you can also go back and hear our stories about anal. I have not done anal. Raina had anal once after an eight hundred dollar dinner, so that's the price tag. <laughs> Say it. You read it. Never have I ever thrown up while giving a blowjob. I think I have. We both have. I, I, I haven't. You're. Oh, I have. Oh, I have. I. You've given way more blowjobs than I have. What? I. <laughs> I um. I don't know how to come you back threw up that. on a dick. <laughs> <laughs> they are disgusting. I was hungover. It was my boyfriend. I I went down and he thrust it up really hard. And you know what? <laughs> I threw up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> oh man, this is about honesty. Never have I ever fallen asleep with pizza in the bed. Yes. Every Most, every only every days it ends with a Y. Oh, someone asked about Roadhead. I feel like such a lame loser. I've never given Roadhead. You're getting fired. We live in New York City. What, am I going to, like, suck off the Uber driver? (laughs) Sometimes you're in an Uber with another person, actually. Or what, let him eat me out, and then I have to rate it? Never given a... (laughs) (laughs) Never have I ever gone on a date just to get a dinner. It's literally the name of our podcast is Girls Gotta Eat, so... But again, I, I'll be honest. I haven't gone out with someone I knew I didn't like just for a meal. Like, I'll just, I'd rather go get a dollar slice or something. You know what I mean? Like, I have an income. Never have I ever stolen something more than $100. Um, I'm banned for life from Lord and Taylor because they caught me with, like, 50 pairs of panties in my bag. I was 15 years old. Yeah. They took me to, like, the dungeon of Lord and Taylor and handcuffed me to a bench. And my dad had to come (laughs) pick me up. Okay, Lord and Taylor. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Lord and Taylor, (laughs) S&M. My dad walked into the basement of Lord and Taylor, threw 75 cents at me, and said, you're disgusting. Take the bus. Oh, God. Never have I ever hooked up with a random... While on vacation, like, yeah. What? I, why what else? Is the point of going why on vacation. Else do you go on vacation. Never have I ever stripped for money. Stripped for money. Your answer is definitely yes, because you're not answering right away. What? 
Did you strip for money? No. I mean, I do stand up. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> Never have I ever hooked up in the back of an Uber. What else is there to do in the back of an Uber? <laughs> All right. Never have I ever had my salad tossed. A guy eats your butt out. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tossed somebody else's salad? Nope. <laughs> also, I need to drink, I guess. What about you? I did it to somebody else. I know it's so gross. You it ate was, their butt? It was during a shower. And he just... You were in the shower. Listen, when you're or in the, the... It was at a baby shower. What? <laughs> yeah, you caught me. At a baby shower, I ate somebody's butt. <laughs> Listen, when you were We've in We've all been there. When you... <laughs> baby showers are so boring. That's how you gotta mix it up. I would literally... You literally have to mix it up. <laughs> you... that wraps it up for another episode of girls gotta eat we hope you enjoyed we hope we kept it light enough please uh subscribe rate and review we love reading the reviews so much and also follow us at at girls gotta eat podcast on instagram and facebook and twitter Ashley makes me keep a Twitter account. <laughs> and you can always email us at hello at girlsgottoeatpodcast.com. Slide into our DMs. We've loved reading everybody's stories and feedback and everything else. All right. Have a good week, guys. Thanks, guys.